0: We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I am Julia Ploege with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I'm Tana Fancher with the Kansas Department of Wildlife Parks. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. So you, today you have Rachel and Julia here in the studio on the microphone. And Rachel has been forever, whatever movie that's from. But I like, do you remember what movie that's from? That forever.
1: It honestly reminds me of an Adam Sandler movie. But I I quite honestly am terrible at remembering where uh,
0: quotes come from. I don't either. I don't. I just, I remember them, but. Yeah, the rest of the information, just, I don't have enough storage in my head to keep all that. (laughs) But it's great to see you, Rachel. Welcome back. Um, Even welcome back to me, but welcome back to you. And today, just as we did in our last episode, we're going to kind of play catch up. We're going to babble along to see what have you been doing? What has been keeping you away from the microphone? And, you know, I think you're just as busy, if not busier, running around like a chicken with its head cut off over there in Iowa. And let's just start. What have you been doing? Why, why have you been leaving us alone?
1: Well, hello, hello, everyone. Um, hope you enjoyed the respite from my voice and got to enjoy Julia and, and Tana for the last couple of weeks. Um, it's been crazy. I, I was just looking at the calendar, like trying to answer that great question of where have I been? Um, we've been busy with trainings. We've been busy getting ready for the hunting season. Um, We just hired three new conservation officers and here in the state they spend about oh six months or so just training. So they're doing every kind of facet of their job and their job shadowing and then they take um, check-in quizzes and tests and stuff during their their training. We call it kind of academy Um, and then we actually have two officers that are going to the law enforcement academy so it's just exciting to see some young energetic um excited faces that are ready to get out and serve iowa and and protect our natural resources so um that was that was a chunk of our time out was just kind of doing some training with with our new hires um yeah it's it's just insane i think um I think back to like COVID times when it seemed like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We have nothing to do. And now, um, calendars are just full. We've got, so we have a field to fork program here in the state of Iowa, which is kind of a learn to bow hunting program. And that's like in full force. We've got folks out bow hunting, which is really exciting to hear and just, yeah. It's amazing what's come up over the last couple of weeks, and I'm just so glad to be back in the chair and on the mic and here with you too, Julia. What have you been up
0: to? It's so well, good to see your face. Yeah, it's just not like emails back and forth. We did last week, we did have our, our last subscription box webinar on shooting sports. I think that went over great. Rachel and Team Iowa packed together an amazing package of educational or equipment and materials that you need to take to a shooting range. So kudos to you and your team for getting that put together. But, uh, you know, Rachel, tell us a little bit about that box, because that kind of, you know, I had a little dabble in it. But I mean, you certainly were busy on that. It, it was, it was an awesome box and excited to get it out in
1: the hands of our, of our subscribers. So, um, we really took a step back and said, what do you need to get out in the range? And, um, it turns out you can spend $4, you can spend $400. Uh, Julie and I were kind of talking off, to- off camera, um, about just the farming world and, and same thing. You can spend as little or as, as much as you would like, um, when you're looking to get out to the shooting range. So, um, in our box, we, we worked with, um, wonderful companies like Browning and, um, Birchwood Casey targets, uh, a company called D which makes this really amazing product. Um, it's a soap that actually takes the, the, the lead residue off of your, your hands or your body. Um, so that's pretty, pretty wonderful after you've been shooting to just kind of rid yourself of, of some of those, um, things that might be in the air or on your skin. Um, we got busy, and then we can't can't thank the International Hunter Education Association enough. Um, they actually brought us their firearms fundamental courses, which is so cool to see. Three wonderful courses that are all online to really kind of get you ready to go to the range, um, and. And at the end of the day, as long as you have your ears and your eyes and a willingness to learn, all three of our states, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, have some amazing shooting ranges. So whether you're looking to get into a pistol, um, or into the rifle or archery or shotgun, um, get out to your range. They have lots of different courses, um, whether they're focused on women, whether they're focused on newer shooters or just some of their different leagues. You know, if you're, if you like shooting, um, trap or skiing, Heat or something, check out your local gun club because I'm sure they have a league and they'd be more than willing to get you uh, into the league and get started because they're always looking for new smiling faces and new members. And um, but as as the months get colder, um, I know I'll be I'll be heading to the indoor shooting range a little bit more with my pistol um, just to to stay warm and and do something. But um, but yeah, so shooting range box is out. Um, Thanks to those that supported it and um, look for for future resources within our podcast because um, it was so fun to have Kyla on from Kansas. She's a um, range safety officer and she just was a wealth of knowledge on kind of getting started and and what to to look for and and kind of how to interact with a range safety officer um they are there not only to to help and um you know kind of be that that person on the range but they're there to help so um yeah they're going to enforce the rules and and the, the normal procedures but they're there to help if you have questions or or having trouble with a firearm or something um they're your your resource so thanks again to, to all those that were on thanks um
0: to those that helped the box it was a a pleasure and we're we're excited to get it out and she we did kind of drop the i guess the bomb on some of our followers that this was the last subscription box for the time being the the educational value of it and, and all the inputs of it really worked out great during covid and when we were shut down but now that we are back in the field in person that true education that we feel maybe just it's you know more valuable because you actually can have that hands on and we're face to face doing our programming it's in, unless we multiply unless we can start having funding to not only just multiply but probably triple the human power in our workforce we just unfortunately cannot uh, tackle the boxes, uh, so that's kind of the just the way it is. We loved we'd love doing it. It was an amazing project. It was fun for the time being, and now, um, yeah, that bomb dropped on so many that <laughs> we won't be doing them again. Hey, but you know, maybe in the future we'll we'll bring out the project again, and never know. I mean, maybe Rachel and I will. They'll duplicate us, to clone <laughs> us, so that it could all happen again.
1: Yeah, and and we're excited because a lot of those opportunities that were in the boxes are now back open, right? Um, If I'm talking specifically about shooting ranges, a lot of our ranges have first shot programs. They have well-armed women clubs. They have different um, open firearm nights where you can try different types of guns, um, different firearms from different companies to kind of get a fit and feel of what you might be in the market for. So um, there's lots of different opportunities out there. We're going to certainly within our states and and across the She Goes Outdoors Network, really try and promote those um, so that people can get out and and hopefully somewhere in your backyard because, um, meeting people and, and finding people that share your, your enjoyment and your, um, your passions and and are there to grow with you is so important. And the boxes were a great way to kind of replicate that when we couldn't do in person, but we are excited to be back in person. And, um, and actually that's one of the other things I've been working on. Um, we are excited here in iowa we're gonna host a winter bow so a winter becoming an outdoor woman program up at lake Okaboji. so we're so excited um it's gonna be in february Ooh. uh i'm gonna have to pack like lots and lots of long underwear but um so that's what we're we're kind of focusing on right now that's where all our brain power is going is what are we offering and uh looking forward to it so that's a new a new thing that we're going to be offering here in the state of Iowa. What's going on in Nebraska, Julia?
0: Oh, hunting! Just it's hunting season, <laughs> right? Um, we did it wrap is. up our BOW, and we talked about that in in the past um, or in the last episode. Nice. Uh, yeah, we we're planning on actually this this coming week we're having a ladies mentored pheasant hunt. We're really super excited about that. We're partnering with Pheasants Forever. Um, Holly with Pheasants Forever received some funding, a grant source that teaming with BOW, we're excited to take nine ladies out. They're going to come in on Friday. We're going to do some hunter education, some skill development in kind of in the classroom, do some shooting development, and then start Saturday morning. We're headed out to the field. Uh, We have an amazing partnership with Oak Creek. It is a, you know, it's just kind of a shooting hunting facility that we can go to and, do their shooting right there and then put some, put some birds out for us and the, the female or the ladies or participants can get their hands on the shooting opportunities, some hunting skills. And then hopefully after that weekend, you know, we can meet up with them again, or they find some collaboration with other partners or mentors or teams, even meet up together um, to hit the a public access field sometime. And, and just so they get that field, the, the weather's going to be amazing. It finally rained a little bit. I hope it settled the dust. I hope it rains again <laughs> uh, because the dust is horrible, like <laughs> bad, bad, bad. So, because uh, we're such in a drought, but um, that's kind of coming up. We got some deer, a deer hunt coming up here in January for late season. And then a, I'm just kind of keeping my eye out my, for myself, kind of like I drove through the pasture the other day and what's out there for deer, um, I Saw some does, kicked some does up, so that was super exciting. Uh, Rachel, just as I was going over the border from Cancel Bluffs, headed towards Des Moines on Friday, I did see a big buck next in the interstate. He was a big boy. (laughs) So I was like,
1: yeah. We we have some of those. We have some really, really large deer here in the state, which we are so lucky for, but but right now, I have to say, we're kind of along along the same lines as you guys with um, with Upland. We're kind of focusing on Upland. It's okay. it's opening here in the next month. Um, we've got two different uh, female specific mentored opportunities coming up. One will be the fourth and fifth, so it's opening weekend of of. I take that back. It's the second weekend of of pheasant season, um, but it'll be over in the kind of the Eastern Iowa area and it will be an overnight. So people will come in on Friday, stay overnight and then get out and do a mentored hunt on some public and private land. Um, so that is exciting. And then we also have a mentored hunt at, uh, Olson shooting range coming up. Um, November 18th and 19th. So it'll be a little bit more, um, like yours, Julia, where you do a lot more, um, skills in the beginning, and then you go out the next day and and actually get out on some, um, we're actually we're so excited. It's a it's a partnership with the Neil Smith National Wildlife Refuge. Um, they've actually opened up land specifically for these events. Uh, so it's it's so fun to see just that access opening up to land that wasn't otherwise available. And that actually that upland event actually has a november 19th hunt but then it also has a december 10th so neil smith's nice enough to to open it up for a second opportunity for all those hunters to come out and and it's it's fun it's a lot less structured that second one it's a lot more hey you guys we're here let's hunt as if we were friends um and and really kind of simulates if if julie and i were were showing up together what are we going to go do um on our hunt so awesome um, Awesome. Yeah, excited about those coming up, but yeah. but deer season. Uh, I don't know about you, but archery season here in Iowa has opened, and mm-hmm. I know there's lots of people not in the office because they're out in their stands either first thing in the morning or or leaving early to get there for the afternoon.
0: So tis a season that happens a lot here too, where they maybe come in a little bit later in the morning and then they disappear. Maybe early afternoon and no questions asked you know what they're doing and hey they're all about <laughs> conservation right
1: yeah there's no question and oh. and um for those of you listening that are uh heading out early muzzleloader opens on the 15th so that's kind of our next season if you will um so so deer opportunities are are everywhere and um yeah it's, it's exciting to see we've got we also have our well, it, uh, duck hunting in Iowa is, is kind of—it's hard to explain without visually seeing it because we we split the state up in three three sections, and and everyone's like, "Why do you do that?" Well, it's because of the migration. Um, so our birds are coming north to south. So the north season, kind of north zone opens earlier than the central, and then the south. So um, I like that Talk about duck hunting and goose hunting, but it's sometimes a complicated. lot harder to. to co- it's just harder to convey yeah. um, without seeing like in print.
0: Yep, I get it. It's it's complicated. Is not really the word I want to use because I don't want to scare people from it. But there's no. a lot of pieces to it to, to understand, and you know the the zones and the species, and it's some of that that you want to catch up on your research in, in advance, and. It also has to do just with the migration and what the birds want to do. You know, it's mm-hmm. been kind of a funky, warm fall season and so the birds are like, Well, eh, maybe I'll just chill out up here for a little bit longer. You yep. know. Or maybe they won't go as far south. I don't know. We'll we'll see. They they have a mind of their own.
1: <laughs> they sure do. But if if anyone in the state of Iowa is looking to kinda because there's so many different pieces and parts, like, do you need a hunting license? Do you need a habitat stamp for this? Do you need a Iowa migratory bird stamp? Do you need a HIP number? What is a HIP number? Yeah. Turns out it's a harvest information program number. Yeah, I always free. have to look that up. It's free. And it is free. You just have to register. Yeah. But why do you need it? What do you need it for? Any of those questions, Like, if you head over to iowadnr.gov and then do backslash discover small game, we kind of laid it out, has a link right there to the Hunting Atlas, so... Um, hopefully it's it's allowing you to get that access to that information a lot easier than trying to look at 15 different places on the website or in the regulation book. So yeah, just wanted to kind of spotlight that. I know I know Nebraska has their Let's go hunting page, which which has a ton of their resources all at your fingertips to kind of do a lot of the same so that you can start planning and kansas has it also so do some do some work with dr google um, and it, it'll take you right there but just know that that there are resources in your state if if this is
0: something you want to go do uh we're here to we're here to help and and get you out um it's been a while since we've had a podcast on waterfowl so maybe we need to uh have some conversation on on that again and because that was just like a mine full of what we just you know you just mentioned right there and I think you could spend probably several episodes on on waterfowl uh-huh. itself um but speaking of you know I was kind of like I said I was in Iowa i traveled all the way up north like literally I could spit into Minnesota on Friday yep. I was that far north it felt like I was <laughs> so far not well I really wasn't I mean but it was so beautiful up there like it it's so as we traveled a lot to last this weekend. I noticed, like, you could definitely get into patches where they're a lot greener. They're not as dry. The colors are amazing. And I did drive through Osage. And is that where our friend Chelsea is from?
1: It is. It is. That's where Chelsea is.
0: I, yeah. I thought about her. I, like, honked twice as I was driving through the middle of town and thought about her. Uh, and, and when she had talked about, like, Pulling uh, the maple syrup and all the foraging that she is able to do. Like I Mm -hmm. fully can see how that area makes it so much easier for her. It is beautiful country. I And I tell our listeners, I should tell our listeners, go up there and just see it right now as the colors are changing. It was that um, Iowa-Minnesota border. Like I was on the gravel road. Like I could have jumped on either side. (laughs) so beautiful so beautiful and if anyone's like kind of looking at a map we're talking about like the
1: mitchell worth fayette winnishik Almakee county area so it's like that top strip of iowa on that minnesota border and and i've seen photos this week from like the harper's ferry lansing area up at the yellow river state forest right on the mississippi river Holy smokes, the color of those trees, it's it's absolutely breathtaking. It reminds you that fall is certainly here and and yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm not as excited about the white stuff that's following, but I'm gonna enjoy this beautiful like 40s to 70s and gorgeous views. Yes. For as long as they're as long as it's here.
0: Yes. Correct me if I'm not saying this correctly, but Ansgar. Ansgar, oh. Iowa. That's where yeah. I was at. Same Ansgar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was it. And oh, super beautiful, super beautiful. Yes. If you so, if you anybody's looking for a road trip, that's it. I suggest go that way.
1: And fun fact: that part of Iowa, which Julie can attest to now that she's driven through it, it's rolling hills. Like it is. It is beautiful. Um, yes. You know, there's there's kind of a saying in Nebraska, Kansas certainly falls into it. Like. Uh, I just drive through those states. Well, we've had so many different spotlights of state parks through our states. Like, hopefully our listeners are like, "Mm, there's definitely more to this area and that northeast Iowa uh, section of our state. It's amazing what the topography looked like before the ice age, um and how rolling and 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 just the trees and everything else, and the amount of cows up
0: there it's insane, so um that may, may have may been why I was up there is to visit a cow or two. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah.
1: But yeah, um, but no. And, and that part of Iowa is, is is totally different than anything I've driven through in Nebraska or Kansas. So it's kind of fun. But yeah, no. Thanks for uh, thanks for spotlighting and and thanks for enjoying our great
0: state. I hon- <laughs> I honked as I was going through Des Moines when I saw I was driving by you, and then I honked again as I was driving through Osage and. Yeah. And then I drove through Kansas too. So I honked through Kansas. I was waving at Tana as I had to, I mean, I didn't get to physically see anybody, but I just at least drove by and did some.
1: You got some miles on the vehicle oh, this weekend, sounds yeah, like.
0: Definitely. You know, I was driving through Oklahoma quite a bit and that's another one of those states uh, like ours that the scenery changes quite a bit. Um, it's amazing. We are driving through kind of that, no, the turnpike through Tulsa to, uh, to Stillwater. And that is just beautiful country as well. Like when you go to Oklahoma, you think of like kind of flat um, with some hills, dirty orange, red dirt, but yes. this was beautiful country as well when they're kind of go waving through those some massive hills and full of trees and again it's just one of those and they're not changing I mean they're pretty green so it's going to be a while I think before they change and I think we'll have to do some topic conversation on that sometime but um, you know the daylight's similar but I think they've gotten a lot more moisture there so it's holding on to those leaves a little bit longer and but I I would imagine in the coming weeks they're going to be just as beautiful in fall colors as well. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's so fun because we, we, this summer we spent some time um, down in Missouri and Arkansas and I hadn't really driven down there all that much, but I was just stunned by kind of the Ozark and the Mark Twain National Forest. It's it's just breathtaking down there. And um, you look at a map and it's like, oh, that's, that's not too far away. And then you start driving and you realize that, you know, you're going up and down in elevation constantly. So the 10 miles you have to drive is going to take a half hour be- because of the elevation gains. And so but yeah, I was, I was impressed when we went to, um, Oklahoma last year, how beautiful, uh, the drive was. Um, we did the kind of Kansas city down at Tulsa drive and that stretch of, of country is, is quite beautiful.
0: Well, what else Rachel should we talk about? I mean, it's just like, we have so much going on that we, it doesn't even come to our brain to communicate about. I know it's, it's,
1: it's such a fun season. I mean, here personally, we're kind of finishing up cross country season. And then it's like, we can take a deep breath because we have like some weekends again. But I don't know about you. I am so excited to get some camping in still. Um, you know, we, when we did our, our backpacking box, you know, some people were like, Oh, I only like going in the summer. And, and honestly, this time of year, like October to early November is Absolutely, my favorite time to go camp. Um, I don't like flies. I don't like mosquitoes. Therefore, I don't like July. It's too hot, and there's too many bugs that eat me. So, yeah. this time of year, I love it because you know you can sit around the fire, and you sit really, really, really close to the fire because it's cold. Um, you always have like a cup of hot cocoa and then you run and jump into your sleeping bag and hope that you can warm it up real quick. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. And then you don't want to get out in the morning because, you know, you, you breathe and you just see like, oh, just the frost in your breath. So yes. um, you just kind of want to stay in bed as, or in a little sleeping bag as long as possible. But th- that's, personally, that's what
0: I'm most
1: looking forward to is kind of spending a night or two camping in the next couple of weeks.
0: Uh, You know, a lot of our parks here in Nebraska, um, many of them do uh, fall and Halloween uh, celebrations. Uh, They will be doing like hollow or the campgrounds. In Nebraska, especially in the eastern side here, they have a lot of competitions of Halloween decorations. Oh, fun. And it is so creative. Like, it's just absolutely amazing (laughs) to see the creativity of what the campers, the tents, even even people come in, they rent a cabin and will just decorate the outside of a cabin. And they have so much fun with it. Uh, there's pumpkin carving contests. And, you know, speaking of pumpkins, Mahoney State Park, uh, through at least a couple more weeks, I believe, uh, there's this it's kinda like if if you've ever been to those light shows where you stay in your vehicle and you drive through all the different displays of lights. Well they're doing that with pumpkins.
1: Oh and, cool.
0: Yeah. So you 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 have your park permit and then you go in and then you can walk through this amazing display of artistic ability of carving these pumpkins and they're all lit up very cool so you know if you can when you hear this and if you have an opportunity to go do that I would suggest that our listeners head up Mahoney State Park and that park's just right outside of Omaha so between Lincoln and Omaha to, to see that or like if you don't have a camping spot reserve. If you are not one to even want to go camping, even go into some of these parks in the evening and just drive through the campgrounds and just see the displays. Uh, kids will love it. It's it's They're not scary. They're family-friendly. And some of these parks, uh, as you go through the campgrounds, you will do trick-or-treating. And that'll oh, be cool. all the way through Halloween. So, yeah, I, I, it's just another thing that tops off why we love the fall season and another thing I liked about the fall season is seeing the flies that are dying because it's too cold I love to see that like they just can't get up in the morning I'm like (laughs) the dust of you fly or you again? You don't see the mosquitoes, or they—they have risen, but a short amount of time for the day. Death to the fly! Death to the tick! <laughs> death to the mosquito!
1: <laughs> the ba- the three banes of Julia's existence, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, yeah. No, I'm I'm just thinking like it's crazy to it's been such a rush this summer of just all these activities and programs and just events that we're finally gotten to the point where it's like a breather like, and there's not a ton of stuff on the calendar. There's not, we're kind of slowing down. We're in hunting season, all the prep work to get here has been done. Um, and now hopefully people are can get out and, and enjoy it. Um, i'm excited so november or excuse me um veterans day is coming up and i'm excited we're going rabbit hunting like goodbye work for the day and we're gonna go play and see if we can find some rabbits and some squirrels and oh, and maybe make a little stew Ooh, but fun. i know it's like Date night, woo! Yeah, of going
0: hunting. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's there is nothing wrong with that kind of date. I love it. I love it. All right, Rachel, it's been great to uh, s- to catch up. Like I feel like we could probably just go on and on, and then we'll start moving into other topics. And but we want to keep our listener ear open so that they can join us. You know, as we have said in previous episodes, that if you come up with an idea of a topic definitely send it our way, whether it's email, post it on Facebook, send us a messenger, give us a call, whatever. We are always looking for topics, especially as we're getting into the fall and winter season. As Rachel said, we're kind of slowing down in our in-person events, so that'll give us some opportunity to start meeting again um, and, and coming over the microphone and getting some more recordings and pushed out. But We're always here for the listener and want to hear what you have to say. You know, when we we pose a question out there on Facebook, we want you to provide some input. We want to hear from you, the listener. So, all right, Rachel, any final words for our listeners as we wrap up this episode?
1: No, just just get out. Go have fun. Um, See those. Beautiful colors. Explore your state parks, your county parks, your preserves, your forests, whatever space you have. Maybe it's your city park. Um, get out, enjoy them. Um, go pick some apples. You know, see the last of the of the beautiful um, sunflowers. Just go take pictures, share them on our Facebook page. We want to see what you've been up to, and we we just. As always, truly appreciate your time and and your support of our of our podcast,
0: and uh, look forward to to talking with you soon. Hope everyone has an amazing fall season, and we will see you outdoors.